Welcome to the Reality Revolution. Today we're going to talk about tones of reality. We have learned a very advanced magical technique that you can use to manifest any reality that you want. You can use this to find perfect love, wealth, health, anything that you want. Neville Goddard gave us the secret key in hundreds of his lectures. But I think it's misunderstood. I was reading a Reddit post where they said, Neville Goddard talks about the tones of reality. And I found in some of the answers that people really didn't understand this concept. This may be the one thing that is blocking you from realizing your manifestation. It's the tones of reality. So let's first look at what Neville Goddard says about the tones of reality. The first time I see it mentioned by him is in the lecture Awakened Imagination. He explains that I have brought you the means by which this mighty power in us may be awakened. I call it the art of revision. I take my day and I review it in my mind's eye. I start with the first incident in the morning. I go through the day when I come to any scene in my unfolding day that displeased me, or if it didn't displease me, if it was not as perfect as I thought it could have been. I stop right there and I revise it. I rewrite it, and after I have rewritten it so that it conforms to the ideal I wished I had experienced, then I experience that in my imagination as though I had experienced it in the flesh. I do it over and over until it takes on the tone of reality and experience convinces me that that moment that I have revised and relived will not recede into my past. It will advance into my future to confront me as I have revised it. Here, he says something that he repeatedly says that the tones of reality is a key marker for him to know that he has properly imagined something. In his lecture, Be Imitators of God, he states, if you want your dream realized, imitate God by becoming totally possessed by your dream. Do this and you too will reach your desire's fulfillment just as God has brought and is bringing his dreams to completion. Have an intense wish. Clothe it in tones of reality and imitate God by living as one possessed by a dream. Like God, do not turn aside until you have executed and accomplished the intents of your mind. In his lecture, Brazen Impudence, he tells a story. His sister's son was dying and he envisioned that he was with his sister and just simply wanted to appear to her so that she would be relieved and know that all is in imagination. So he explains, when I was in New York City, when I heard that my 17-year-old nephew, my sister's oldest child, was in a terminal state of cancer, I knew how she felt and wondered what I could do to comfort her, to show her that the boy she so loved was not flesh and blood but spirit. So while in New York City, I went to my bedroom, closed the door, and lay down on my bed. Knowing that my sister lived in the old family house in Barbados, 
I assumed I was on the bed where I knew Billy to be. I assumed my sister entered that room but could not see her son, only her brother Neville. I lost myself in the assumption until my sister Daphne entered the room. Looking startled, she came forward, stared at me, then turned and left the room. When I was satisfied that I had seen her and she had seen me and not her son, I broke the experience and returned to our living room to be with my wife and a friend who had come for cocktails. Ten days later, I received a letter from my sister in which she said, Nev, I just can't understand it. Giving the day and the hour which coincided with mine in New York City, she said, I went into Bill's room and I was startled to see you there. I knew you were in New York City, yet I could not see Billy on the bed, only you. I must confess I was a bit afraid, so I left the room, and when I returned I could see Billy again. She could see Billy because by then I had departed. If I am all imagination, I must be where I am in imagination. When I gave the scene sensory vividness with all the tones of reality, I was seen by my sister 2,000 miles away. Here, we can see that you can actually appear in someone's room by using the tones of reality. In another lecture, Catch the Mood, Neville tells a story that he had traveled to Barbados and could not get a boat home. So he used his imagination to find a way home. He had gone and checked and no possible boats were available for a very, very long time. Knowing the power of his imagination, he sat in his hotel room in Barbados and got comfortable and then explains that I assumed that I was in a little boat, a little tender, taking me off to the waiting ship in the bay. I could feel the rock of the little boat. In that boat, I placed my family, a few members of my family, my brother Victor, my sister Daphne, and one or two others, and naturally my wife and my little girl. Then I felt the ship come alongside the main ship that would take us back to New York. And then in my imagination, I assumed that my brother Victor took my little girl and stepped on the gangplank and walked up with her, and I aided my wife next, and then my sister Daphne, and then I got on, and we went up. When I got to the top of the gangplank, all in my imagination, giving it all the sensory vividness, giving it all the tones of reality. I have no committed stateroom, so I could not go down to the stateroom. I simply turned at the top of the gangplank, walked three or four steps, and then put my hands on the rail so I could smell the rawness of the sea. I could feel the salt driven by the wind. I could feel it on the rail. And then I looked towards the islands with nostalgia. I was leaving a perfectly lovely island with so many members of my family, and yet it was a divided feeling. I was happy to be leaving because I had to get back to New York on my way to Milwaukee. And then at the same time, I was split in my emotion because there was a sadness, like a sweet sadness leaving them and still happy to go. And that's the mood that I caught. I caught that feeling. I can't tell you if you haven't had the experience of going any place being divided between wanting to go and yet reluctantly so because you are leaving something precious behind you. Well, that was my mood. I caught the mood and then I kept on looking at the island and then I broke it and here I am sitting in my chair in the room in the hotel in Barbados. 
He explains that the next morning the phone rang. As I answered it, it was the Alcoa Steamship Company calling. Mr. Goddard, we've just received a cable from New York canceling a passage sailing on the next ship, which could put you in New York on the first day of May. Would you like it for you, your wife, and your daughter? It's a smaller stateroom, really. There are only two bunks, but your little girl is only three years old, and she could sleep either with you or with Mrs. Goddard. But there are two bunks, and there is a private bath. Everything is perfect, but you know the ship is small. It will only carry 60 passengers. I said I'll be right down. So here we have a very clear example of the sensory vividness that is involved in tones of reality. Later, Neville says, will you give it the tones of reality? Will you actually, first of all, believe that the God that you now worship as something without actually exists within you as your own wonderful human imagination? When he is saying this, he's stating that if you are God and God is within you, and if you imagine God's power, if you start to think about how God would create things, he would simply think of something in his mind and he would clothe it with tones of reality. Those are all the little details that he would add to create something. You use the tones of reality to leave the state to which you are now wedded. Neville explains, how do you do it? By the act of feeling, feel the tones of reality that would be yours were you wedded to the state of your fulfilled desires. What would the feeling be like were you the person you would like to be? Feeling moves you from one state to another. Everything is a state which is real, yet invisible. In the lecture Esau, Jacob, and Israel, he explains that the tones of reality is the key indicator in your imagination process. Explaining, here, I rearrange it and remain faithful to that state until it takes on the tones of reality. Until it takes on the tones of reality. Oftentimes I'm asked, Brian, when do I know that my imagination has worked effectively in this moment? He is telling you when it takes on the tones of reality. And he always uses the words sensory vividness to explain how that works. He explains that you're isolating a moment in time and you're clothing it in tones of reality, stating there is a moment in each day and not just a moment. Every moment of time is such a moment if you have a desire. You could actually isolate that moment and then clothe yourself with the feeling of the wish fulfilled, whatever that wish is, until you actually feel all the tones of reality, all the things that you would normally feel were it true. Neville went into further detail with this when he talked about the different gates. In his lecture, The Bread and Wine, he explains that we each can open a different gate the western gate is touch, the southern gate is sight, the eastern gate is scent, the northern gate is sound. He explains that you are in states that seem to oppose, but when you feel that touch, you are opening the western gate, for the western gate is touch, the southern gate is sight, the eastern gate is scent. The whole world remains asleep because the western gate is closed in you. And then you eat of this bread, you touch the one you embrace, embrace mentally the very one who would cut off your head. Then the western gate is open in you, and then you eat this bread and drink of this wine, and then you prepare it. It is not by joining any orthodox church or going on some diet. You can sit on the Himalayas until you freeze and you cannot do it. 
but you walk the marketplace and mingle with God, which is man, and then you have unnumbered opportunities every day to eat this bread and drink this wine. In the lecture, North of the Strip, he explains, I cannot stress to you the use of touch or the Western gate. I've seen people take imaginary paychecks and touch them. They had brought the other senses of seeing and hearing comments, etc. But when they had brought the sense of touch, it worked like a charm. For when you bring touch, you open the closed Western gate and then nothing seems impossible. If I could snuggle into a bed 10,000 miles away and then view my world from that place, I could gravitate there, for I am all imagination, so I must be where I am in imagination. The easiest thing that you can do to create tones of reality is to go to places that you've been. Recently, I went on a vacation to Mexico in Cancun, and at the particular hotel I stayed at, I had the experience of sitting in that hot tub I remember the unique sort of tile that was in that hot tub. I could place my hands upon the tile and feel its unique texture. And the bubbles that came up in this hot tub were at a different angle than normal, so I can feel those bubbles. This particular hot tub had a certain temperature. I can remember the temperature. As I sat there, I remember the smells of it. It was more humid. I can remember the atmosphere the pressure in the area. This is a very lively area that had certain bird calls, so I could hear those bird calls. And so I'm opening up each of these gates as I sit and imagine it. I can feel the bubbles. I can feel with touch my hands in the hot tub. And I also know in my imagination, if I'm bringing the tone of reality, that as I sit in this hot tub, my home in California is north of me. And so I know that I'm not in my normal home. I'm sitting in this place and thinking of my home in California that is in the north. That is a way for me to easily bring up this form of imagination. The problem is for many of us that we can easily imagine places that we've been or things that we have done in the past. But how do we imagine and bring up the tones of reality for things that we have not experienced? This is the reason that so many of us are not able to manifest the things that we want. We must open all the gates. We must incorporate feeling, touch, taste, sound, smell. And on top of that, what thoughts would go through our mind? In the example that Neville gives, he is wanting to get on the boat. He knows that he's going to look back at the island. His family is there. And while He's relieved that he has a trip home. He's also sad at the same time because he is going to miss his family. And so he has this exact state and that's the tone of reality he's bringing up. He's not imagining what it will be like. He's sitting in that moment and imagining what it would be like. But it's not just a visual. It's just not a three second visual and then he's done. He is bringing up all the tones of reality. I know this is something that people really struggle with and it's one of the reasons why you're not experiencing all the things that you want to experience. Embrace the power of your imagination knowing that all the things on the outside are not real, that everything is on the inside. The outer man is the part of you having the human experience and desires a certain experience. Something I get a lot is people say, well I have aphantasia. 
so I can't visualize. And someone said that to Neville, I can't visualize because I have aphantasia. He would tell them, you cannot visualize because you believe you cannot. He refers to tones of reality in multiple different ways, both how you think of yourself if your wish was fulfilled and how you are thinking in that moment. What I want you to do right now is bring up the tones of reality in this present moment. I want you to describe all the tones of reality. Are you sitting in a chair? What is the fabric of the chair? How does it feel? Find some tactile sensation. If you're barefoot, then your feet are touching the ground. What's going on with your arms? What's the smell? What's the sound? What thoughts are going through your mind? What time of day is it? What day of the week is it? What's the temperature in the house? Are you outside? Is the air conditioning running? Is there wind? Whatever it is, there's a lot of other details that you take for granted when you're walking around in your reality. Those are the tones of reality. You have to bring up the sound, the smell, the taste, the touch, all of it is important. You take for granted many of these tones of reality. You are asleep to them. You are so used to them you don't think about it. And then when someone tells you to sit down and imagine something, you have a little picture that comes up in your mind and you don't bring up any of these other things. Let's look at descriptive writing. That can help you to understand how to describe your moment. What I recommend that you do is start describing moments but the point that we're trying to get to is to imagine something that you haven't experienced and that's when the imagination is coming into effect let's look at some famous writers for instance Ernest Hemingway in the late summer of that year we lived in a house in a village that looked across the river and the plain to the mountains in the bed of the river there were pebbles and boulders dry and white in the sun and the water was clear and swiftly moving and blue in the channels. Troops went by the house and down the road and the dust. They raised, powdered the leaves of the trees. The trunks of the trees, too, were dusty, and the leaves fell early that year, and we saw the troops marching along the road, and the dust rising, and the leaves stirred by the breeze, falling, and the soldiers marching, and afterward the road bare and white, except for the leaves. That's a very descriptive sentence, and he's adding in the background detail, the sounds, the colors, the smell of dust in the air, the tones of reality. Talk about your personality. You have a certain personality in different moments. We don't have one ongoing personality. They talk about the eyes, the nose, the mouth, the way that you hold your face. So start to write these things down. How is your face being held? Are you frowning? Are you smiling? If you are seeing other people in this environment, try to describe them. How is your personality in this moment? Are you sleepy, angry, surprised, worried, energetic, shy, excited, nervous, confused, grumpy, happy, terrified, upset? Don't get into the habit of always assuming that you're going to be super blissful and, and happy when you're imagining something. One example is if you're imagining a new 
house addition to your house, you're going to imagine the frustration that you might go through as you hear the construction going on in the house. I want you to write a descriptive paragraph. Don't worry about it being about what you want to imagine. Just get into the idea of describing what it is. Here are some descriptive paragraphs that I've written. The beach was a tranquil paradise, soft white sand stretching out towards an endless blue horizon. The waves crashed gently against the shore, their foamy spray cooling my skin under the hot afternoon sun. Seagulls hovered overhead, crying as they searched for food along the shoreline. Everywhere I looked there was beauty. Everything seemed perfect at that moment, from the towering palm trees to the sparkling sea below. That's me describing my experience on the beach. How can you describe this particular event that you want to experience or thing that you want to happen in your life? The easiest thing is a car. That is the easiest thing to test out your ability to set up tones of reality. I really wanted a Lincoln Navigator. I loved the Lincoln Navigator that I'd had before. I wanted to get a new one. I looked it up. I saw the video of what the interior was. I went to the showroom and sat down in it, got a feel for it, and I would sit and imagine this particular Lincoln Navigator. Put my hands on the steering wheel. I knew exactly the cover for the steering wheel, and I knew how to start the car. I knew it was a push-button start, and I knew the sound of the car, and when I drove, I knew what the sound of driving was. I found that by looking it up on YouTube. I could see the HUD display on my window shield that I knew about from reading about that car. I knew what the stereo sounded like. I knew how the air hit me when I would drive. And you can just sit and hold your hands on that steering wheel. You have the sense of touch, you have the sound, the smell. All of those aspects are easy. I think that cars are the easiest thing to bring up tones of reality for. If it's a relationship, then you want to isolate a moment in time and bring up the tones of reality for that relationship. What thoughts are going to go through your mind? Are you happy? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you sad in any way? And then you sit and think about what's going on in the relationship, what they look like, where you're at, what's the location. You think about yourself, what thoughts are going through your mind? What kind of clothes do you have on? What do the clothes feel like? How are you talking to them? If you have a particular experience that you want, you want to bring those things up. And for you to properly imagine, some people just sit down and try to start imagining. And Neville Goddard was very good at it. He was an actor and he could bring these things up quickly. But I recommend that you start a journal. You start really writing things out. There are things that come up in your imagination that you can train yourself to point out. Sight, sound, touch, taste, and feeling. Taste and smell. They may be hard. What does it smell like when you're near the beach? What does it taste like? The taste in our mouth, we don't actually think about except when we're eating food, but there is a certain taste in our mouth that we can associate with excitement and we can associate with certain situations and ideas. The tones of reality are important. If you need to get a paycheck by Friday 
when you need that money in the bank by Thursday and you receive that money, what does Thursday feel like? What are the tones of Thursday? Thursday is always a little bit different. You're getting ready for the weekend. You have things that you can do. Monday is a different day than Thursday. So you can imagine the day that's involved. There are so many little details that go into any moment that you ignore that it's important for you to start just sitting in the moment and focusing on all these details. It will help you to imagine in the future. Be sure to check out my episode on how to activate future prosperity in the present moment. This is why mindfulness can be important because you start to become aware of the things going on in the moment. And then when you go about imagining, you have a greater level of clarity going on for those future moments. So sit on a regular basis and just become an observer of what's going on. The sounds outside, the temperature, the smell, the thoughts going through your mind. You can use these things when you want to imagine a future moment. It takes some research. It takes some time. There are experiences that you may never have had that you want to experience. You want to ride on your own yacht. Well, you need to go and get a magazine on yachts or read a website on actual yachts. What it goes along in living in the yacht. How do you sleep in it? What's the room like? Try to get all these details. And a lot of these details you may not be aware of. In the process of getting these details, you're also imagining very much like a vision board. So you want to ride in a private jet. Go and get all the information you can about different private jets. In doing that, you become aware of the state of mind of someone that would actually ride a private jet. I want to go buy a private jet. Then you look up, oh, there's brokers for private jets. And then you look up the different models of private jets that are available. You put yourself in that mindset where you go and look for that private jet, what it's like to sit in, what kind of chairs do you sit in? What is the tactile sensation of it? What do private jets sound like when you fly off in them? As I've said in previous episodes, one of the most powerful techniques that I've ever done is I had a very close friend that was a realtor and he gave me a pre-approval letter that I didn't actually qualify for a house that I wanted to live in and purchase, but I wanted to go look at some really, really luxurious houses. And so I got a pre-approval letter from a friend also at a bank and my friend, a realtor, we went and I acted like I could buy this house. I was not going to be able to buy the house, but I went in there. I changed my way of thinking. I dressed as if I was going to buy this house. I walked with my partner. We walked into the house and I started talking about what it would be like to live in this house. I looked around and the actual process of looking at the house in my mind thinking, oh, I can buy this house. It should be pretty easy. I'll have all the money to put down on it and I can make these changes. I was able to live in a house later on without actually getting a loan on it. and It was a great experience. It's all about the tones of reality and the tones of reality is the things going on in that reality that are so real and oftentimes these tones of reality are the small and very sometimes insignificant details so if you're struggling to visualize or manifest i want you to bring up the small details there's always little tiny details in that process you're going to become aware of small details in your normal everyday life there's little small details that are involved in anything that you want to manifest. 
a new job, a new car, whatever it is. It's not the big things. It's the little tiny details. Go through the process and ask yourself, what tiny details can I discover about this particular thing? And you'll start to find those tiny little details and it will help expand on the tones of reality. Once you go into the moment as an actor and you become what's going on, you imagine it in such a perfect way that you have all these different tones of reality and you've opened up all the gates as Neville tries to describe them, the Western gate, the Eastern gate, Northern and Southern gates, sight, sound, taste, touch, all of it is important. That is the key to imagination. Now, if you have aphantasia, it is possible for you to manifest something if you open up any of the four gates. So if you can't visualize something and you strongly believe that you can't visualize something, I get it. You can still imagine what it would feel like tactile wise and in your emotions and feelings in your body. You can still imagine what it would sound like. If you want to imagine yourself at the beach, imagine yourself with your eyes closed and you can hear the beach and you can hear what a particular beach would sound like. You can smell what that particular beach would smell like. Bring up all the tones of reality. And if you're very limited in terms of visualization, then try to bring up those other tones. If you can open up all the gates, you're guaranteed. Now, the big thing that Neville always emphasized is the Western gate, and that is the gate of touch, not just feeling. When he says the feeling is the secret, that is part of it, the feeling in your body, the emotions that you're going through, but also some sort of tactile sensation. So if you're on the boat, you would feel the rocking of the boat and the spray from the sea would come up and you'd have that salty smell to the boat. What thoughts would be going through your mind? What feelings would you have? Those are the tones of reality. And I want you to focus on bringing up those tones of reality now for that thing that you want. So take a moment with me right now and bring up those tones of reality. Those things that would come up for the thing that you wish to experience, your wish fulfilled, and add to it. I want you to add small details. I want you to add all the little things that you have not necessarily considered. If you've been visualizing and trying to imagine something, what is it you're not adding to that experience? What feeling have you not considered? What tactile sensation have you not integrated into your imagination? What smell have you not brought up? Can you bring these additional tones of reality to make It's so vivid. And the word vivid is the key thing. The vividness of these tones of reality is clear. Continue to meditate on it until you get better and better at it. And when it becomes so vivid and you feel those tones of reality, then you know it is done. For it will be done once you find the reality of that situation. That is the tones of reality as Neville described. And that is the secret to manifestation. You can find all episodes of The Reality Revolution at therealityrevolution.com and welcome to The Reality Revolution.